to the Virtual Ball Boys Podcast. My name is Chris, and I am joined once again by my good friend, Matt. Chris, who do you think the Big Brother 23 of NFL teams is? <laughs> the Big Brother 23 of NFL teams is... Hmm. That is a good question, because I'm trying to think of where I would put this current season on the echelon of seasons. Mm-hmm. And you're going to j- just quality wise rank it. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily like personality or anything. Is it too harsh to say the Browns? I don't think so. If you're talking about recent Browns, I don't think so. Well, what I mean by that is that like, like the, br- so like the early I, I, the reason why I'm going to say Browns and then just hear, hear me out, hear me out yeah. on this. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Is that, Seasons two, I would say, a Big Brother through, uh, let's say like ten, were its grand years, and Brett and the Cleveland Browns have a very like great, you know, grand, uh, history, you know, back yeah. in the day, uh, when Jim Brown was around, and of course they they and you know Bernie Kosar and all them, and then. They took a dip to the point that, like, each and every single season got worse after the other. Mm-hmm. And, like, I think that that's kind of when, you know, generally speaking, Big Brother was at its worst. It was in the recent years. And in recent years, the Cleveland Browns have not been good. However, we reached this season. And you could say, like, all right, it's another dominant alliance that's kind of, you know, taking control of the game. But I think what's different about this one was that, one, their strategy is actually rather impressive for a group that doesn't really win a lot of competitions overall. Yeah. Uh, and, and, for the, and this is all people who, for, you know, the context of all this, you know, it, it's okay if you do not know what we're talking about. But, it, you know, whatever. But the, and then what's also really nice is that this is a, the, the dominant alliance of this house is uh, filled with black people, which is, like, really good. <laughs> Yeah. Compared to past seasons. Yeah. Because in past seasons, the big alliance were all white people getting out the black people early. <laughs> <laughs> Which I know that for, I know from when I initially said that, people were like, wait, what the fuck? But they, just trust me, it's cool. It's really nice to see, like, holy crap, like, the, 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 first of all, the diversity for the season was much better than recent seasons. In, ever, 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 actually. Every season. Every season has been just mostly white people and then, like, one black person or, like, someone who's Asian. And, like, that's it. <laughs> or just, like, just <laughs> one of, one of like, each. And that was it. Like, they did not go deep on that. The fact that this season was, you had eight minority contestants in this season, I felt like made it a lot better. And the six black house guests that were in this season decided to work together and be like look let's let's have each other's back and all of them are still in the game um and mm-hmm. it's i it's impressive i don't i'm not in love with all of them i think that there are some that are playing a little too hard uh there's some that are not as like there, there, there's some that are likable more likable than others but that's what happens with every single alliance in every single season and that's generally, just how the characters are right and generally yeah. speaking like it's it is it's so it's a much more interesting game from a from a game point of view it, it is so much more interesting 
overall compared to past dominant alliances where all they did was just win and knock out the weak not win and knock out the weak this is actually like methodically taking out the stronger threats in the game and doing in a way that's really interesting and i feel like if we're going to turn back to football with the cleveland browns they're now take they're now also taking the analytical approach and they are have all the talent on their team that they're starting to potentially win games it may not be they may not be the best team and this may not be the best season of the big brother but it's more interesting than in past years that you came up with that really quickly <laughs> and i'm very pr- i'm very proud of you <laughs> i this is this is all i yeah we did not rehearse this this is all no. just me like i because i've been thinking about this not that the nfl comparison but right. like i've been thinking about how this season is just like they is it's a dominant alliance that is not does not appear dominant and actually is doing things that are socially is really cool and i think that it like it, it has made the season a lot better to watch overall than in the past what for you i know that you are in, somewhat in agreement with me but like are what what has been your thoughts about this big brother season and do you have another team in mind uh, I did not have a team in mind. This might be the favorite season that I've watched personally. Really? Granted, Excellent. I've I've only I've only watched since fifteen, and the only real contender for me is seventeen. Seventeen, interesting. I I have to rewatch. I, I like 17. seventeen. Yeah, I have to rewatch seventeen because that the, the Vanessa Russo experience. Yeah, because she was entertaining <laughs> to watch, even though you did not like her ever. Like I, I feel like I feel like I would enjoy it more. Spoilers, knowing that Vanessa loses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she, yeah, that was really interesting. But t- that that fucking Steve Hoh win at the end. Oh my god, was I riding high? Yeah, no, yeah, and, yeah. and Steve Moses is just generally like, I love know, Steve Moses. Yeah, he's he's just an excellent, uh, excellent person. But um, no, but I'm I'm really digging twenty three. Yeah, th- yeah, so yeah. Tw- this is the most I've dug a season in a while. So I've yeah, it means <laughs> it means a lot to me. I'm sorry for anyone who's out there who's like, what the fuck is a Big Brother? <laughs> just just you gotta just trust us. It's a it's a reality show competition this... that everyone's in the house. These are our podcasting roots. Yeah, that Big Brother, <laughs> Big Brother Survivor, and football is really where we've all. That was our initial circle of podcasts before TCP happened. The so. monster is hungry. <laughs> Those CBS promos are like, wow, I, they're, they're they're very dramatic. I I don't know what the monster is going to be. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. Like it's they they they're really hyping it up to be like. Unless it's a unless it's a sixth grader running around the island with a Nerf gun. <laughs> I I'm telling you, man. Like if they, if it ends up just being like this one contestant that's there just to cause chaos all the time, ah, uh, that's what that that's what was be, that was my first Big Brother season was that they had that and then they voted out the monster week one and without realizing <laughs> it and I was just like, God damn it, they just ruined that twist completely. It was a saboteur. Saboteur, that's right. Yeah, but um, yes. Anyways, <laughs> well, thank you guys for let, just letting us just go off. Uh, yeah, Big Brother eight minutes of eight minutes of Big Brother. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but uh, they, welcome to everyone to the Virtual Ball Boys podcast. Uh, it we we're in the thick of preseason, my friend, and I wanted to. Uh, we'll definitely go into a little bit about what's happening on that front. Some news, but today's episode is going to be our draft episode. Now, last year we did this whole show, you know, we, we brought in our, our broadcasting personas, 
uh, you know, to, to kind of guide us through that. Decided yeah. this year we wanted to kind of like ease you guys in a little bit, you know, better. Kind of like just explain what has happened because we did the draft last week and we've been you know chipping away at the uh assigning a statistics to each of the contestants or the contestants each of the players that are on each of the teams um we're not finished with that we'll be finished with it hopefully by next episode um and then uh we but we wanted to kind of give you guys a lowdown what happened in that draft who is behind these each of these teams uh and by the time you see this podcast you'll have seen that all the logos and and the roster information would have gone out live on Twitter um basically check the, it. yeah the moment that it comes out yep check check out at virtual ball boys and also at walsh animation yeah well walsh yeah who di- who 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 posted the who designed the logos for us and oh my god they're works of art it, it, it's his best work by yeah. far uh of, of of like between i mean obviously it's only been two seasons but this is he he has oh, yeah. clearly he, grown he stepped it up the, last last season they were they were they were really good but this season he put so much effort into them mm-hmm. that it it it's amazing yeah it, it is it is fantastic so and and of course the uniforms which you worked on they look great um and uh you know the and i i ended up making collages for the rosters uh, so you guys will be seeing those. All those should go live around the time of this podcast going up, um, as long as I schedule things correctly, which sometimes I do not. Um, so we'll get into all that, all the VUBFL stuff that you're interested in. But I know we are a football podcast. We got to talk about real life football, what's happening in the world of football. A lot of interesting stories. But I want just to turn to you, Matt, first. And I wanted to ask you from anything that you have seen about preseason i know that you have probably one instance to talk about that you'd like to talk about uh in a in a quarterback in the (laughs) bears organization but um any any takeaways thus far from what you have seen of preseason football do the eagles exist (laughs) are you uh, is that is this a reference to yesterday's uh yeah game 35 yeah. to 0. Yeah. Yeah. Not great. I know that Jalen Hurts wasn't playing and I know that Joe Flacco isn't that good of a quarterback anymore. But they had other they they had the rest of their starters, right? I couldn't I couldn't tell. So it's <laughs> I believe that the defensive line was not starting. Uh which that's their probably their meat and potatoes of their team really is Jalen Hurts. And uh, the the defensive line, which is Cox and Graham, and you know all the all, all the stars on that front. Kerrigan also is on that team now. I think that that might be his first season on the Eagles. I don't know. Um, but yeah, no, that was a that was a complete obliteration. And I know that I it is when we Mac Jones was going up against like the second team uh, reps and stuff, but he's looking good. I I think the Patriots should absolutely consider starting him over Cam potentially. Um, unless they really feel it, but Cam did. Cam also did not look that bad yesterday. No, Cam looked pretty good. So you know, if you want to roll with Cam first, you know that that might be evidence. To, to, you could point at that potentially to be like, hey, that works. But yeah, that's that thirty-five-zero. Not that it really no, matters. The, no, the score. But, the score doesn't matter. I don't give a shit about the score. Just what did they do? Yeah, that's it. It wasn't much. Yeah, I didn't. 
I it really felt like a quiet off season for the Eagles overall because they they we know that they're rolling with Jalen Hurts, but that was really like the gist of it. They drafted the wide receiver in the first round. Yep. Uh, Devonte Smith, right? That was Heisman the... winner, Devonte Smith. Yes. So we know that they were getting him weapons, but we know that the offensive line is not where it used to be. It could, it could, it could get back to where it once was. Um, and then the defensive line is still fantastic. But then again, like, like we didn't get to see that yesterday. Um, but oh man, yeah, that, that's. I don't have a ton of faith in this Eagles team because I think the back end of their defense is still rough. And yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It doesn't see. It didn't feel like they improved a ton this uh, off season overall. Um, my I think my big takeaway of this of this preseason thus far, um, I I I feel like I am not super concerned about the about the Dolphins this year, as much as I thought I was. Uh. I thought the Dolphins might take a nosedive. But I feel like Tua's from the one game that we've seen of his. But I I feel like I feel like everyone kind of wanted to write Tua off early, and there is this idea of like, oh well, you know, he didn't do well in his first year. He's clearly regressed. Get another quarterback, even though it's like, dude, fucking, it's one year. It's just one year, and it's and <laughs> he was and let's he's not. It's not like this is Josh Rosen who was a who got drafted high up in the first round, but was not this superstar in college. He was no. well known and he had good play in college, but he, they, the Cardinals knew that Kyler Murray was a better talent and they decided to go with him. And ultimately it ended up kind of, they were kind of right about that because Murray did play relatively well last year before his injury and then Josh Rosen's now out of the league, essentially. <laughs> like, I don't even know where he is. I think he was on the Raiders. Like, I don't even know where he's at right now. Tua is a different story, because Tua was a star in college. And he had he kept on making throws that were unbelievable. And he had some of those throws occasionally last year. He did struggle. But I feel like I'm looking forward to the Dolphins this year, because I just, I feel like... Everyone's writing them off and thinking like, all right, well, the Patriots are easily going to end up getting second place. At least they could win the division against the Bills. I not at that point, though. I think the Dolphins have enough talent on that team to still try to get to second place and maybe even compete against the Bills. If Tua goes back to where he was, and I I don't see a reason why he can't. No, I think that that Tua's got a lot going for him. Um, And has has some really good support and will take a second step because he was a rookie last year and not all rookies light the world on fire immediately. Right. Yeah. And it's, and I, I, I do remember all everyone, you know, again, criticizing the Cardinals for their decision to swap out. I feel like the criticism would have been so much more warranted if the Dolphins decided to move on. From Absolutely. Dua. Yeah. And it's just, it it would it would be such a shame. I, th- I I'm 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 kind of in on the Dolphins this year, at least being like a wild card team. Um, for uh, I want to hear your thoughts on Justin Justin Fields. Oh my God, Chris Justin Fields is a good quarterback. What the fuck? <laughs> like I knew this, 
and okay. I knew he would be good, and I knew he would be drafted to be good. But the mm-hmm. fact that we fucking got him is still baffling to me in the first place. Yeah. And then he turned out to be a good quarterback. Well, one preseason game, but yes. In a yes. preseason game, yes. But, <laughs> like, like you're supposed to look good in those. Yeah, yeah. And he, and, I, like, he he's still a little raw. Like, you could tell, like, he holds the ball a little too long. But, like, he had so many fantastic moments in that game. Um, he had the great touchdown that he did. There was this one other throw um, that, you know, he kind of moved to his, you know, whatever it is, right? Uh, and like just threw a perfect yeah. dart. Like it, he had he had so many moments of just excellence in that in that uh, in that preseason that I'm like, he has to work out. And uh, I know that everyone's kind of jumped on Andy Dalton because he he did a press conference where he said along the lines of like, you know, Fields is going to be a great quarterback, but this is my but time. This is my. It was so sad. I'm so sorry, Andy. <laughs> He and like he, but he 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 said it a lot more humbly than I think people kind of writing it down would have. No, I know. It. But <laughs> yeah, no, it was. But he, the intent was still there, and it was just kind of like, ah, oh, I I I hear it. I respect the confidence, but I I'm very much sensing that like if he if Andy Dalton gets to start week one, I. I'm going to take a guess and say that Justin Fields is either going to start week two or he's going to come in earlier than that and like come in like week one at halftime. You think you think Andy's going to be that bad against the Rams? I, I have, I'm, I, I, first of all, let me just say that like, I am not as tuned in to football as I have been in recent times. So my analysis could be completely fucked. But I look at the Rams this year, and I do think they're going to be a very good team. And I think oh, they defense, are. I think defense especially. I think their defense is going to be a a problem. And I look at Andy Dalton, and I look at that offensive line for the Bears that just lost their rookie left tackle for the yeah. potentially for the season, and they're going to have Definitely Jason Peters. Jason Peters is going to be filling in for that spot, um, who is not who he used to be, and. Man, I just I not to say that Justin Fields might also struggle behind the same offensive line, but I just I also feel like he he Fields is easily more mobile than oh yeah it is. Um, and I just feel like you want if you're gonna throw your rookie in and you're gonna get him reps and you're gonna get him used to playing football, I I just think that you do so. It, it's it's an interesting question because it's like generally like what is the right thing to do? Because Just, Justin Herbert. I don't want to see him get pounded. That's right. And and that's the thing. Like, Justin Herbert last year came in against – had a bad offensive line, but played fantastically. Um, and that was after they tried to sit him for a good while. But playing Tyra Taylor just doesn't work out for you. We know this. Yeah. Um, when it comes to but, – but then you go and look at, like, a Patrick Mahomes situation. And obviously, Patrick Mahomes is, you know, greatest quarterback right now in the league. But you look at him, and he sat an entire year behind it, Alex Smith. I think that Alex Smith, knowing the system, though, was a big benefit to keeping him the starter for an entire year. Totally, you don't you don't get that with Dalton because Dalton is new as new to this team as Fields is, mm-hmm. and I think that Fields is the type of quarterback that Matt Nagy wants to use. 
Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, I and I feel like people felt that way when uh <laughs> when what's when Mitchell Trubisky was drafted. Well, okay, uh, <laughs> but but Matt Nagy was not the coach when Trubisky was drafted. Was he? I forgot. No, okay. John Fox was John Fox was the coach Trubisky's right. first year. Well, because I think that like in Matt Nagy's first year, obviously Mitchell Trubisky was was much better, and he and, and I think that because and the reason why Trubisky was better was using his mobility, and they for some reason scaled that back in recent times. I feel like they and maybe they just didn't trust him to do to be mobile, uh, but that ended up hurting him and in, in Chicago. I wonder yeah. if they wanted they. I, I don't know how what the read on Trubisky was that they felt like they they could not do the same things that they did in 2018. Um, but I'm hoping that they they take Herbert seriously as a talent and they use it to the best Fields. of their ability. Or, uh, just yeah, excuse me, Fields. Yeah. I I'm getting the two Justins confused. The the that's yeah, fine. <laughs> the, the, the 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 two lot the two last names. <laughs> I'm hoping that 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 Fields is used to the best of his ability because I I think that. It, it could really be just an amazing showing for the bears if they if they just let him play it, may, it would make the bears so much more spicier uh than than having dalton pond there is right now um i'm trying to think i don't think there really is much other takeaways outside of that from from my perspective at least uh i um i mentioned this on twitter i uh I have so much Giants memorabilia in my household, so it's going to be hard to justify me wanting to disown myself from this team. <laughs> I I'm I'm so done with the Giants. I I don't I don't know. Earlier this off season, I was saying like, oh okay, yeah, the offense is looking better. Maybe the de- defense can reach the levels that they were last year. Maybe it could be good. But there's just something, the vibes that I'm just getting from this training camp and from my understanding of, like, Joe Judge apparently just being, like, ruthless in training camp. And then you have John Mara come out about the taunting rule that just got, like, they're now doubling down on the taunting penalty now. And they're, they're going to fucking, you know, you know, ruin any, like, fun smack talk and shit that's going to happen. Um, the, the, he came out and he was just like... Yeah, we don't want that in our game. We just don't want that in our game. It's just, it's just, you know, it, it's, it's, it's not, it's not. I, I'm paraphrasing, but it's just like it's not nice, you know. It's just not nice yeah. to do. We need to have more sportsmanship out there. And it was, it was that moment that I was just like, God, I hate everything about the New York Giants. I hate the owner. I'm not that big a fan of the coach. I hate the general manager. I don't care about Daniel Jones as a quarterback. I don't really care about any player on the Giants at all. Yeah. I don't care about them. I don't care about <laughs> anything. I don't want to root for them. I If they start winning, I'm going to think it's a farce. <laughs> like, I am remember, so done with this. Remember when every Giants fan was so upset that they weren't going to make the playoffs as a 6-10 and 10 team? I know! <laughs> I was kind of too, though, deep down. But like, but even still, though, it, like, I, it, it was, it was, it was. I think, it, I think it, the reason I was upset though was from the chaotic side of me. That's like, I just want utter chaos. Give me a six and ten team in the playoffs. Like, I don't care. Like, just give me, right. just a, give, give me, give me weird. I'm all for it. But I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm. I, first of all, uh, sports. You know, the rules of the the, the fan rules are dumb. 
uh, and how like how we kind of you know be like you must be committed to one team or you must be committed or you you know like all, all these fucking you know bullshit fan rules that people make up or it, it just it's it's nonsense. Like what you like, don't fucking listen to people about how how yeah. fan I, culture should be. I um, used to be a Patriots fan. Yeah, you can change. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like so, like I I fully recognize that. But in that stance, I could just leave the Giants whenever. But there yeah. is like there is this like small part of me that is like I do have I I wear Giants sneakers, <laughs> like <laughs> like I am not I I have Giants memorabilia and I'm just I'm just sitting here being like I want to disown from all of it. Like I don't know I I just I a part of me just wants to be a free agent and just latch onto teams, which I have in the past. I, I yeah, I, that's what I, I have been doing. Uh, so we'll see if the Giants start winning and and I start cheering them on. I guess you could call me a bandwagon fan, but you know what? Go fuck yourself because I want fun and I want to enjoy things. Don't get mad at people who want to just enjoy things. Bandwagon fans are awesome, all right. They just want they're come they came here to have a good time and they don't they don't oh, want to yeah. be hurt, all right. Fucking bastards. Um, so that's where I'm at. I mean, there's really nothing. There was really nothing of note that I wanted to talk about from the from a pre preseason point of view. I just it was just um. Yeah, the reports of like fights breaking out in the, t- in the training camp, which is fine, whatever the fights happen, but uh, just the reports of Joe Judge just being like an asshole to people, and then like <laughs> there, there was a whole story about Kelvin Benjamin and how he was not being told, a, you know, a good like told a straight story about why he was getting cut, and then uh, you know him blaming Joe Judge and saying he's never going to succeed in the NFL. I don't know if that's just him bitter grapes or if there's something more to that. I don't know. Prophe- prophecy prophesized. <laughs> there you go. The Oracle Kevin, Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> um so just real quick rundown some other news that's happening. Uh we were we when we recorded uh this was only just beginning but more kind of came out um at, basically in the week before I uploaded that podcast episode. Uh but essentially uh just a reminder of uh, Carson Wentz and Quentin Nelson both of them are out with the same exact injury uh for um five to twelve weeks um it's looking more like five weeks which is good which means that would probably put them right at the cups cusp of starting week one um but the colts seem like a little bit of a mess messy team right now because they don't have their starting quarterback and so they're relying on the likes of jacob eason and sam ellinger from texas um and this is a team that is expected to do well and you know make the playoffs again, but I don't know. <laughs> they, I don't know. They're such a confusing fucking team. The Colts are like the the Colts are the one of those teams that I'm just like it could go either way. They they are just so weird in the way that they end up like playing out these games. That like the talent seems to be there, but they're not as talented as they were like a few seasons back. I don't know. Um, yeah. Where where are you at with the Colts? And just a, just out of curiosity, like just like what for what you understand of the Colts situation? Um, I they were they felt pretty strong. I wasn't super sold on Carson Wentz, but I liked the other parts of the offense. Yeah. Obviously, still a good defense. Yeah. <sighs> Carson. Yeah, that's the Carson. Thing. I'm like. I, I I think that's this that's the thing too about me being hesitant about this team because even if it is Carson Wentz, like you said, like 
do we think that Carson's going to even return to what he was back in 2017? You know, like, I I don't know. It's been like five years, <laughs> four years since then, which is kind yeah. of wild to think about that it's been that long. But like, he's, he, I don't know if he can be the same person that he once was. And also, yeah, like, well, Quentin, Carson Wentz is on a good timeline. Where's Quentin Nelson? Is he, is he going to do the five weeks or is he going to get 12? And then in that case, then Carson Wentz is going to be, get beaten around like he was when he was playing for the Eagles. So like I fucking who knows. Um Carl Lawson uh got ruptured Achilles. That was a big time defensive line signing for the Jets. Uh so he is out for the year. Big time loss for them. Uh because yeah. that could have made things interesting. That was a key piece of Robert Sala's team. I don't expect the Jets to do well this year. And me neither. That on top of uh, putting that on top of it, it's not going to do well. But I'm hoping to be wrong because I kind of want to root for Robert Sala. I like I want oh, him me to too. I want him to succeed. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping he surprises us. I hope this is like one of those like Carolina Panther situations where last year we were like, oh, this is gonna you know. At least I, I and many people, I don't, I think you were maybe a little bit higher on them, but of course, I'm always higher on the Panthers than consensus. <laughs> yeah, but I think a lot of us were just like, ah, you know, they're probably gonna be like a one in fifteen team, and they weren't great, but they had, they were a lot better than they we thought they were going to be. That they ended up being like, you know, the seventh or eighth worst team in the league, not the first or second. So <laughs> I'm hoping it's one of those things where good coaching maybe pushes them. Um, a little bit closer to 500 than um, than to lower than that. Um, there were extensions for Darius Leonard, Jamal Adams, and Josh Allen over the course of our break. I think those were all solid choices. Mm-hmm. Um, what's your thoughts on Michael Tom, the Michael Thomas thing that happened? Oh so, my god! So to give you just to give you guys context, so essentially Michael Thomas was supposed to get some sore surgery on. Uh, what fuck? What was the injury? I forget what it was, but he had he he was he got he had an injury at near the end of last year that he was supposed to get surgery on. He did not, and up until recently, where he had the surgery, and now he's but because of how late he had it, he's going to be out for like potentially the first half of the year, um, maybe less than that. But Sean Payne's not happy because he went out on a press conference and was like, hey, he should have done this earlier, and now we're going to be out without him for, for the start of the season, and this sucks. Michael Thomas then goes to Instagram saying that uh, cryptic messaging as most you know, players go to Instagram as mo- doing. No, as most wide receivers do, specifically <laughs> wide receivers. Specifically wide receivers. And and, and and says, essentially, well, he that's his side of the story. I hopefully will get the chance to tell mine. That's I, that's not, you know, paraphrasing, of course. But, like, I I find, I love this. I love drama so much. <laughs> I love this drama so much. It's so, <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so ridiculous. But, like... I do wonder, like, who who's who's in the wrong here? Who, who who did the Saints not tell him what to do, or did he just screw up and not get his fucking surgery when he's supposed? There was to? shit. There was shit about like him like avoiding calls from the Saints too. Like, oh they yes, literally couldn't right. get a hold of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, I think uh, I don't know. Maybe the player. There's some players out there that just think like, well, 
they don't need me until like June. So why why yeah. even why even you know care? But it's a it's a full time I'm, job. <laughs> I'm I'm looking back at all the all the best ball drafts I've done, and I'm like, oh, I could get Michael Thomas in the seventh as like my fourth wide receiver. That'll be great. And now I don't feel good about picking him there. Yeah, I, I I mean it's it's probably good to like have as like a just a backup, you know, situation of sorts, but yeah, it's not it's not ideal, not great. Um, the uh, last bit of news that I wanted to refer to before we move on to uh, breaking down the VVB FL draft, um, are um we we have we have lost uh someone you know that we've we've lost uh a a prominent member of the nfl community um to uh being released um tim tebow uh the great oh. florida gators and uh you know nfl legend who is just amazing at everything that he does never to be questioned uh was released by the jacksonville jaguars I'm, I'm sorry, so sad. Just, I'm, I'm, I'm so sad that I'm gonna fall down like he did in that one block. <laughs> it's it is amazing to me these coverage that this fucker got as a backup tight end. <laughs> He's Tim like, fucking Tebow. I know, I know, I I get it, I understand. It's I I, I understand that it's uh, I I don't know. He he just. He's just the guy that wants to keep trying and trying to prove that he he could be something, and I can respect that to an extent. But at some po- at some point, just like give up, like I, like the the baseball thing, I was like, okay, I can get that to an. I know I was annoyed with it regardless because I just don't like Tim Tebow as a human being, but like I get that because he did play a little bit of baseball in college, as far as I understood, and that. The Mets were like, "Fuck it, let's have him, you know, let's let's have him just work in the minor league, see if he could be any good." Never ended up getting above that, um, that level of baseball. To sign this dude as a backup tight end, a position he never played before, why, why, <laughs> why? Well, because a lot of quarterbacks uh, uh, convert to tight ends, and and Ur- Mr. Urban was just trying to do him a, a favor. Sure, sure. Keith Urban. Keith Urban. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I like it's just like for me, I, I, there is so like there's so many people who fight like hell to get into the NFL. And Urban Meyer is just like, yeah, you know what I'm going to use a roster spot up on? A dude that has never even played tight end before <laughs> at 31 years old or wherever the fuck his age is. Good news. He's not taking it up anymore. <laughs> we can <laughs> yeah. move on. We don't need to mention his name ever again. Yes. Yeah. The, you know, rest easy, Tim Tebow. Rest easy. Um, Moving on to VVBFL stuff. All right. So, we commiserated uh, late, uh, early last week. We yeah. I think it was Monday last week, um, where we uh, got a group of our friends uh, who were very interested in participating in uh, the VBFL. 
we they each picked a team and then uh went on to do uh a player draft and uh we got 12 players per team uh that covers the video game and animation spectrum uh and by popular demand we were returned to drafting balls as well which we'll get to later um and so uh but yeah we it's we and also uh we will we're going to talk about each of these teams we're going to talk about each of the logos uh and uniforms and we're just gonna we're just gonna give you guys the breakdown about what the fuck happened on mo- on on the Monday August what, what was that date eight uh, ninth August 9th? yeah I wasn't was it not the sixteenth was it not f- four days ago five days ago no it was last week the fuck yeah shit yeah 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 we, it it was it, no, it sure it, was <laughs> we went it yeah go back to we had to go back to August 9th. Yeah. Um so uh yeah let's 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 get into it let's we're gonna start with the ketchikan cosmos because that was the first overall pick uh the 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 general manager for this is a newcomer but one that is not new to tcp uh she has been around uh every once in a while for the gaming coop and table party you probably have heard her voice on table party especially uh showing up in ads now which i think is really <laughs> funny yes. uh is skylar uh skylar who is uh walsh's uh wonderful girlfriend um and uh so she is uh so she decided to take on the ketchikan cosmos as her team and she had the first overall pick matt who did she pick as her number one overall pick it was sugar mama right Yes, yes, it was. Okay, I, I don't, have, I don't have the sheet up. <laughs> yeah, um, the, the draft, yeah, the draft board's in there. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Sugar Mama from the Proud Family was the first overall pick. I think this is excellent. I think that she is such a great, uh, uh, su- such a great character for something like this that we can pull from. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, I it isn't like. Isn't the I, I I dabbled in Proud Family when I was younger, so I don't remember a ton. Wasn't Sugar Mama like secretly like super strong too? Probably. That seems like the type of thing to do in a comedy show with an yeah. old lady. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like so, that I think was uh, that was the gist of it. Um, but to give you the entire roster of what how the Ketchikan Cosmos look at the moment. Uh, is quarter the, the starting quarterback is Sugar Mama. The backup quarterback is one Bob Parr, who you know as Mister Incredible himself, right? Is that that's his, that's his, that's the main superhero name for him? Yep, Mister Incredible. Okay. Uh, for running back, we have Ang from Avatar: The Last Airbender, and then Mojo Jojo from the Powerpuff Girls. Uh, And then for wide receiver, Bugs Bunny, classic, and uh, a return of one contestant from last year, Jack, a.k.a. Big Boss from the Metal Gear Solid series. Uh, So that is a change of position as well. Change of position, change of team. Yes, yeah, uh, because uh, ultimately he, he was on Walsh's team, now on Skyler's team. Uh, then on the offensive line, Helen Parr. So that that and that is Elastic Girl. Elastic Girl, yes, yes. And then um, also your favorite, Matt. 
Bojack Horseman. Bojack Horseman, favorite show. Yes, maybe not favorite character. <laughs> maybe not favorite character. <laughs> uh, and then great, on the... great character. Do do not aspire to be him. <laughs> but great character. Please, please do not be. Please do not aspire to be Project Horseman. Um, on defense, we have Cyborg from the T. Uh, was it Team Titans? Team Titans. Team yep. Titans. And then Jorgen von Strangle from the Fairly Odd Parents, which maybe I like to scrub on the fairies. Maybe my favorite pick of this entire draft. Um, it's up oh, there. I love it. Um, <laughs> and also Baymax from Big Hero Six, another another great pick. And then. The kicker, another proud family character, Oscar Proud, with those tall legs, yeah, uh, kicking uh, the football. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on the Ketchikan Cosmos? I think it's good. Definitely, a, only one video game character. Mm-hmm. The rest animation, and I believe that this might be one of the only teams with 3D animated characters. Ooh, everyone else was 2D. I, fr- off the top of my head, all the other animated characters, not video game, but animated characters, were all 2D. Interesting. Yeah. I had to, I had to think about that. Isn't the guy... Um, who's the guy from How to Train Your Dragon? Oh, Hiccup. Okay, we got we got four then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that, that's... Uh, we will talk about Hiccup later. Spoilers, yeah. he was picked. Um yeah, I really love this. This is this is up there among like my favorite rosters because I know them. <laughs> that that was a big barometer of like whether or not I like a team because right. whether or not I know the characters and I pretty yeah. much know every character uh, on this list in some capacity. Yeah, um, I, I think uh, Ain Ain and Bojack and, and Jorgen von Strangle are my favorite picks on this team. Oh yeah, I love Jorgen. I I think I I like I I, I sneakily like Elastic Girl for an offensive line pick. Yeah, uh, the idea that you could stretch your arms out to stop the stop the defense from coming. Like I think that that that's that works a lot well there. Um, yeah, I I yeah. Overall, I'm a, I'm a big fan of this one. Uh, let's look at that logo. That logo from Catching Cosmos. I, oh. I I have it. Uh, if, I I think. Uh, they are probably on Discord uh, that we can look at them if, if we need to describe them in, in deep detail. Um, but yeah, so basically it's a K that's in the middle of like a Saturn-like planet that is has like this purple haze around it. Uh, purple ring, a black planet, right? Am I, or am I reversing that incorrectly? Yeah, black planet, purple ring. Yeah. Um, and just a K in the center, and it just, that was, like, that might have been the first logo that we got, um, I think, but it, Maybe. it, 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 it kind of started this trend of, like, oh, we're doing textures this year, baby. Yeah. Uh, and that's, and I, 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 I do love the, the Ketchikan Cosmos logo a lot. Um, and could you describe the uniforms for us? this team once i find them i definitely can okay sounds good all right so uniforms uh purple and black obviously the colors uh the home uniforms are purple tops purple pants with with black accents and black numbers and then the away uniforms are white tops with purple numbers and black pants uh i tried to do um i i tried to kind of space out which ones i gave like uh different color top and pants which ones got the, the the same all the way down um, usually I did a different color pants for home and away. Just kind of depending on what looked good with the team. Sure. Yeah, but most, no, I... most away, most away uniforms 
um, are are based on white. White is the main color for them. Yeah, no, this was this was a uh, a very um, it was a a very beautiful set of, of uniforms. I think you did a very good job. And by the way, just, to, just as a note for anyone who who paid attention last year in terms of the uniforms, we we actually ended up editing some of the logos last year to kind of fit on the helmet. Uh, but this year, because the logos are so fucking good, we are like, you know what? We don't want to tweak these. So we ended up just going without the logo on the helmet this year. We're doing a very brown style here of of just we're we're rolling without the logo, but that's okay because yeah. it's it's still the colors are what matter and it it does look good. Um next up, the Wawatusa Fireflies were the second pick in the draft. And this pick was none other than Resident Evil 8's Village. Resident Evil Village's own. Lady Dimitriscu. Dimitriscu. You all know. You know. Dimitriscu. You know. You know. You know, you know her. You've seen her. You... You've, you've had to crane your neck to look at her in the eye. <laughs> <laughs> so, some of you have... have, have feelings. T- feelings for her. Feelings. Yeah. Hi, hi Ace. Hot and bothered, you know, a little hot and bothered <laughs> overall over here. Yes, it is the tall milky mommy of the of no! the Resident Evil Village. I refuse <laughs> this. I refuse you making this the promo. No, I, I, I will. <laughs> Not only you're stepping in now because I, that, I'm stepping that... in now to tell you that this sh- will not be the promo. <laughs> Because it's you know I look for the laughing spikes <laughs> throughout. I, oh, I know. <laughs> for help to try to find for the promo. God damn it. Um, but yes, that is <laughs> she is the first overall pick. It was the highest drafted defensive player, so she is on defense. Uh, for the Wawatusa Fireflies, would you like to read the roster for Wawatusa? I would. All right. So Wawatusa Wawatosa's roster. Uh, for quarterback, we have Brain from Pinky and the Brain. Uh, and Izuku Midoriya, who yes. I forget what they're from. Oh, My Hero Academia. That's it. Yep. I knew I knew them when I saw them. Um, for running back, you got Duolingo, the Duolingo Owl. This was... I think this, this is called Duo. <laughs> this was one of those picks that were like, are you sure this counts? But we did say... We did say that it's animated character from any any kind of form of media, and yeah. the app is a media. Uh, but I love it. I love it. I, account. Yeah, uh, it, it, it's such a it's such a good. It's such, it, I, we could keep going, but it's such yeah. a good pick. All right, we have Taylor and Pew Pew for for wide receivers. I don't know who these characters are from. So Taylor is from a short hike. Uh, okay. The game. It's the turtle with the head, red headband that you retrieve the headband from, and then you have an, you have another task where you can bring it back to them. Um, and uh, then Pew Pew is from, I believe, the cartoon is also is a self titled uh, called cartoon. Pew Pew. Okay. Yeah, Pew 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 is, uh, and it's just this tiny little cute little bird. Uh, you could watch the <laughs> YouTube. Uh, it's it's Molang and Pew Pew is the name of okay. the show. Um. 
and it's just about this little, little, bird. little, little tiny bird with yeah. the, their friend, this 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 larger bunny, and they they all go on adventures together. And it's really fucking wholesome, and you all should fucking watch some of it because it. it really makes you just feel the war- the warm feelings inside that make you feel good. Um, <laughs> This is the opposite. This is the opposite of Lady Dimitrescu. (laughs) (laughs) The different types of feelings. Um, uh, go go ahead, keep going. All right. Uh, we have the Great Fairy. Uh, from what Breath of the Wild specifically, we have Detective Dandy Man, who you know. Yes, from the Sims, busting out in the herbs and probably other Sims games. Those are at least the two that I know from. (laughs) Uh, and then Tubbs from Neko Atsume, just a just a large large cat, absolute unit. Yes. Uh, Lady Domestiku, who we mentioned, uh, Claude Frollo, who I think that her defense is going to get along with each other. Yes. Although one's a vampire and one's, like, extremely anti-vampire, so maybe not. Ooh. Ooh, that's that's a storyline for us. There you go. Um, Didi from Dexter's Lab and Spiderus Reeves as the kickers. Spiderus Reeves, of course, is is from uh uh fuck, was it Miss Miss Spider? Miss, Miss Spider? Spiders, yeah. Yeah, Miss Miss Spider's Sunny Patch Friends is where is where Spiderus Reeves comes from, and please spare yourself looking up a photo and just look at the the art <laughs> that I ended up creating where it's just <laughs> his face. Because that's really the, the, the that's the defining but photo. That's all that you need. I remember when, when Kelsey drafted him i remember just being like i hearing where it was from and i was like oh it's not that motherfucker is it and it absolutely was that motherfucker (laughs) because that's just the type of person kelsey is yeah i love it (laughs) what's uh what's your favorite parts of this team uh i really honestly i really do like that defense Mm -hmm. i think that the the their aesthetic matches so well while also being at very warring uh viewpoints i think it's great I I sense this team being very defensive heavy, even though yeah. it's just two defensive players. I can just tell that like, like I could tell the offensive line's gonna have some defensive qualities to it as well. I sense a strongly defensive team on this front. But yeah, I mean, I I love the inclusion Duolingo, Pew Pew, uh, and <laughs> uh, Detective Dandy Man. It's just like. Uh, it just that like it actually warmed my heart that she picked a character Aww. from the from the herbs because it's just, it's one of those games that me and her bonded over from like back when we were younger uh that we that we it, 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 they're single player games but like we, yeah we we just we similarly like those both of those games i think that she was the one that ultimately got me into the, that series um nice. but yeah love that <laughs> Lo- love that character selection uh for wawatusa uh, oh yeah! By the way, I don't even think we said it's Kelsey that was the draft. The person that drafted. Oh yes, yes. Drafted, Kel- Kelsey drafted Wabatosa. Wabatosa Fireflies. Uh, so she uh, that that this was her entire team. Uh, yeah. So, so she moves. So she stays out west. Ultimately, she was yep. she was Anaconda. She actually just goes a state over. A few three states, states over. over. Three states over. Yeah, but still, it's just, it was just a, it's just a bus I... drive. I remember you telling me you not knowing state geography well past the east, and that is 
Oh, I oh no, I that, I know I know state geography well. I I forgot oh, no. I forgot where what state it was. I gotcha. Kelsey was the one that said that she doesn't know state geography well. Oh, okay. <laughs> she, she was the one that w- that would argue that like Utah is in the Midwest or whatever. Oh no, fuck that! Oh my god, that's <laughs> that's horrid. But that, that, I don't know if she would do it seriously or just to get under your skin. <laughs> oh, that, she, that it, and it would work. All right, uh, uniforms. So yes. So, uh, black and yellow color scheme, but I went with, like, a little bit, like, faded black and, like, lemonade yellow as these colors, and I think they turned out really good. I would make, like, actual uniforms with these colors. Yeah. Because I think they look really good. I love um, it. So, it, so their, uh, their home uniforms are all black with yellow numbers and accents, and then their away, away uniforms are white with, with black numbers on the top and then yellow pants. They they look fucking clean. I I'm really proud with these uniforms. I, the, these get my fit my uh, favorite uniform stamp this season. Yeah, this is this is a really good set of uniforms. And then uh, and just to mention too, the logo that has oh, yeah. is the the fly with the the instead of actually looking like a lightning bug or a firefly, uh, it's it has fire coming out of the side of the of the of its back end. So it, it looks like it's like a rocket almost, but it's it looks great. It, it matches obviously with the firefly element, and yeah, like this is like I think this is the perfect, probably the best example of a of like the colors being used perfectly matching with the. Uh, thing that we are associating it with, yeah. Like the, and I think that, that that it's a great. I think it's a great combination overall. I'm super super excited, happy, and excited about how that ended up turning out. Hell yeah! All right, all right. Next up, the Naples Astral Gators, drafted by uh, my my good friend Jacob. Yep, Brainerd uh, Paladin last year. Yes. All right. Would you like to go through go through the team? Well, yeah. So first thing first things first. The first overall oh, yeah, pick. First overall pick. Bandit Keith from Yu-Gi-Oh. There you go. I when he sent me his draft list, I told him that I was going to make it my personal mission to make sure that Bandit Keith was on his team. So that's what that's yeah. So Jacob couldn't make it live for the draft. Yeah, and so Matt was drafting for him. Um, and yeah, so that's why you. That's why I was first overall. Yeah, well, the, he team. moved he moved it to that when I told him that. I don't think anyone else w- was drafting Bandit Keith. Bandit Keith would would have been the backup anyway. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's a he was this the character that you said was capitalism uh, personified? No, that's the other one. Okay, Th- this guy's just like I'm American. <laughs> he's just, that was his whole personality. Yeah, it's just just it's just get, you know wielding guns, you know drinking beer, yeah, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so Bandit Keith. Uh, but in terms of the rest of the roster, just to, let's give you a breakdown of that. Uh, the backup quarterback was Ash Ketchum of the Pokemon fame. Uh, yep. The running back is Zoidberg from Futurama, and Hooray! Preston Preston Garvey. From Fallout, uh, New Vegas. I don't know what one of the. I thought I think I think four. Fallout four, um, and then there's a Stro Stroheim Stroheim. We we skipped him. Remember? Oh, that's right. Forgot to update it on this list. Uh, yeah, we're gonna s- scout from Team Fortress two. 
Yes, there you go. Scout from Team Fortress Two is the new is the new face, uh, uh, is the new wide receiver for this team yep. because we swapped out Strohm because he's a little problematic. Um, wide receiver, the second wide receiver, Dick Johnson, who you may know <laughs> as Secret Service guy from Mr. President. And if you do not know what Mr. President is, it's a Steam game where you're defending the president. So it's just. He's just a Secret Service guy. That was but we're gonna ho- call we're gonna call him Dick Johnson. Yes, because Dick Johnson was the name that was used on the Steam page for to refer to this guy. So that's what matters. Um, next is Craig from Krieg. Krieg, excuse me. Sorry, there's gonna be a lot of mispronunciations during this. Krieg from what? I fucking forget. I I made the, I actually made the images, and I'm now just completely forgetting their their placement. Borderlands. That's it, Waterlands, Doom guy, from Doom. As you, from uh, Doom. As you know, that's that's those are the two offensive linemen on defense. You have Dio Brando from JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, um, and then Sa- Sato Kaiba. Seto Kaiba. Yes. From Yu Gi Oh. You go. Is that is is this the guy? This is this is capitalism personified. Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is the guy. This is the guy who I was just kept imitating on call the other night. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and then um and then the kicker who I think we have two kickers. The better of the yep. two is L- Lou Kane from Mortal Kombat, but the backup yep. kicker is Bobby Hill from King of the Hill. King of the Hill. <laughs> I mean, you know, what, what what's what what's your favorite parts of this of this uh, I I love Bandit Keith. I love Zoidberg as a running back, and the picture that you chose of Zoidberg is fucking perfect. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Scout is going to bring a ton of energy to the wide receiver core. Kaiba is just a great character. Mm-hmm. I see all this mystical shit and still don't believe in it. <laughs> and then Bobby, just damn it, Bobby, just perfect. Yeah, it, it, Bobby it, is. I know. I hear damn it, Bobby a lot. But like, is 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 Bobby like? What's Bobby's personality? Out of curiosity, <sighs> just whiny. He's a weenie. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then that's that. That's uh. That's that roster then. Um, logo real quick. Uh, is what I think, I think one of my favorites. It's a crocodile who has like this metalish rim around the right side and top of the logo. And it has a metal N uh, in the middle of his open mouth um, and a star for the eye uh, to kind of give the astral, I guess. Yeah. Extra astral element. Really, really cool look. Really, really good. What about the uniform? All right. Some uniforms. We have gray and green. And I want a little bit uh, the uh, I, I want a little bit uh, weird with these. Um, the uniforms are basically like all the home ones are like all gray with green in the middle and then gray numbers and then the uh away ones are all green with white in the middle. It's the best way I think I can I I can put that. Yeah, no, I I I think that's a pretty accurate uh description of them. Um Yeah. Yeah, they look great. They look they look absolutely fantastic. Reminds me um colors wise it reminds me a little bit of South Florida but without like the I think South Florida has like a little bit more gold than They gray. got some gold in there. Um but yeah, that's it's it's a, it's a very solid uh, uniform look there. So uh, South Florida also might be more black than gray. Yes, but it could be wrong. 
Yeah, you, you, I think you are correct. Cool. Um, all right. Uh, moving forward, the number four overall pick was picked by the Suffolk Nutfellows. And who else? I mean, this was not expected. No. Gabe, who had the, who actually had the first pick again to have any other team, picked the team that he, I think, was disgusted by the most. I, I think the one that he was least likely to pick. And he picked the Suffolk Nutfellows. Yep. Uh, so Gabe uh, is, uh, this is his team in the flesh. And uh, the first overall pick for the good old Suffolk Nutfellows was Knights from Knights into Dreams as a wide this, receiver. This is not a surprise if you know Gabe. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, this yeah. is this is the Sega guy <laughs> through and through. A lot of Sega representation throughout this team. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, this is it was a it's a great pick for uh, yeah. who who Gabe is. Uh, and this whole team is just truly just screams Gabe. It's great. Um, yeah. Now, Matt, what is the rest of the roster look like? So, rest of the roster running backs. You have Wacko from Animaniacs and Oma Chow from the Sonic series. Uh, sorry, quarterback. Got to say the quarterback is Dark Samus. Boom. Who Samus? We I think we unofficially named our MVP, MVP last season. So now Dark, Dark Samus. Samus is going to yeah. see if what they can do. Uh, wide receivers. What? I was no, I was gonna say don't. Hopefully, Dark Samus doesn't live in uh, Samus's shadow. You know. Oh yeah. Huh. Um. <laughs> wide receivers. <laughs> uh, we have Knights and Riala. Riala also from Knights. We thought would be funny to make very similar characters, both wide receivers. Yeah. Offensive line. We have Barry Burton, who I forget what he is from. Resident Evil. Resident Evil. Uh, we have Arctazolt, the Pokemon, and we have an Omega Metroid. Very I'm nice so, there. Actually, I'll, I'll wait till you finish. Yeah. On defense, we have Chaos from the Sonic series. We have Zack from League of Legends. And we have Abyss from, I forget. Marvel versus Capcom. Marvel versus Capcom. And then our kicker is Beat from Jet Set Radio. I am so happy that Gabe drafted Arctazol. This This man loves this Pokemon <laughs> unlike no else. And I was just like, I... I I love that he, he that he, that he found us that he was like I need to pick this character for this team because it just best represents Gabe and who Gabe is. So yeah. I'm super super excited to have Arctazol on this team. Um, I think outside of that, I I know I know, the Sonic characters and the Knights characters I know from just from just honestly Knights of the Dreams. I only really know a lot about Knights of the Dreams. Because of what happened, well, first of all, I know from through Gabe, but I also yeah. know I learned through about Knights through what happened with Balin Wonderworld earlier this year. Ah, yes, and the and best knowing video that video game <laughs> when with <laughs> Knights, how people like Knights and it's a good video game, but there is it has that Sega platforming jank that people know and love. Mm-hmm. Um, that like I, but like I. I love that these characters are also included because I just I just think now about how I feel like I feel like we have a little Yuji Naka like <laughs> representation that's not just Sonic <laughs> in our world right now. Uh, what about you? What, what do you so like good. about this team? Um, I I I think Wacko is an awesome pick for running back. I haven't seen Animaniacs, but just look at that fucking guy. 
I know. I, 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 the only thing I know about Animaniacs is the Capital song. Um, ah, yes. I, I was, I was tasked to sing for chorus back in like fifth grade or something. And Columbus is the capital of Ohio. That yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, that, that yeah. one. I wish I, I wish I remember those lyrics because I would just bang those out. United States, like, Canada, Mexico, Panama. There's also that one. They, yeah, of the world. Yeah, there's a fascinating thing about Animaniacs uh, that I could talk about talk about later, but this podcast is going on long enough, so yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll mention it, later. It's okay. I, yeah, I, it was. It was it's it's a it's a fantastic show. I respect <laughs> it from a distance. I also um, I I really appreciate that Chaos and Zach have very similar body and head shapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 a night that that you know that they're going to be like brothers to the end, you know. You know, work yeah. together. Um, what? Uh, this fucking logo. This fucking. This fucking logo, logo. Is wild. Um, it's the one that I just felt truly represented the, the Suffolk Nutfellas, which I think, I think, I forget who was the one who had the final. I guess we, I guess we both are, because we both are in charge of this, but yeah, that I. I as much as I did, there was a few concepts. There was a, another one that had it was a full body shot where it was just the peanut on top was the was the going to be the logo. But there is something about this fucking profile head that is that has like this extended out like nut shape <laughs> that is surrounded oh, by it's this. So end. grotesque! It's so grotesque, but I fucking love it. It's just wild and that whole there's, the skin has like the nut texture like there's nothing else that we could have done for a team name as stupid as this oh, absolutely <laughs> absolutely like nut fellows is not nut fellows isn't we, we made up that name right is that, yes that, yep no that is thing. that is our creation god what a fucking day to be alive! That was this was the first logo to, that I think was teased on Twitter too. I would I would love to know if there was any major reaction from that. But my God, what a fucking treat this is! Um, these and the uniforms are very interesting. Tell me about them. Yeah, so the uniforms, uh, blue and tan are the colors. Uh, I wanted to try with this template that I used. I wanted to try to make as close to a suit look as possible. Mm-hmm. So for the home ones, you've got kind of like a, a a blue jacket with blue pants, and then like a tan where the shirt would kind of be, and then it's inverse for the away ones. So the so we actually have tan uh tan um uniforms for uh shirt shirts I should say tan shirts with a blue thing and then white pants, um and then the numbers are inverted just depending on what what's there. So they're uh, blue on one side, tan on the other, depending on what the other color is, which I thought is a pretty cool look. Yeah, yeah, and and all and just once again, uh, I, I I these are probably my favorite look uh, uniforms, by the way. There's just something about oh, them nice. that I, I think are very unique, and I I, I enjoy them a lot. Cool color um, scheme too. Yeah, and I I, I just want to reemphasize as well that we have we have half of the half of these teams left, but uh, if you are driving and listening to this or whatever whenever you get a chance please go to twitter look up virtual ball boys on twitter you'll get to see all these in action uh i'll probably do like eight tweets with each of them being revolved around uh one element of revolved around one team um 
and uh, I will have all this, all these logos and things like that placed on Twitter. So please take a look at these because they're and just then fantastic. At, and then at Walsh Animation and tell them your true thoughts of, of the Nutfellows logo. Yes, yes, that's yes, that's your task for this for this uh, uh, podcast. Um, all right, next up is the Portland Portsmouth uh, submarines. Speaking of Mr. Animation. Yeah, Walsh's this is Walsh's team right here. Who was his first overall pick? His first overall pick, I feel like, was an attempt to appeal to me personally. because uh, he drafted May Borowski from Night in the Woods for offensive line. There we go. Uh so that's your that's your highest drafted offensive lineman for this year's draft. Um, and in terms of the rest of the roster, uh, we have at quarterback Brock Sampson, uh, from Venture Venture Bros. Ven- Venture, Bros. Venture Bros. Yes, and backup quarterback Chef from Chef. Total Drama Island and Total Drama just in general. Uh, that yeah. Uh, next up is running backs Sprig from Fox. Amphibia. Amphibia and uh, Perry the Platypus from Phineas and then wide receivers XJ9 from My Life is a Teenage Robot, aka Jenny, uh, and wide receiver Jolene, the future star of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. <laughs> uh, offensive line, as you know already, May and Stitch. From Leo, Lilo, and Stitch. Love this pick. Defen- Love Stitch. Defense uh, is Garnet from Steven Universe. Yep. And MT from Infinity Train. Yep. Uh, and then Kicker is Enid from Enid. O- Enid. Excuse me. Enid from OKKO. OK and the backup kicker, Timmy's dad. From fairly odd parents, what is your thoughts on this roster? This is a wild fucking roster. Yeah, it yeah. It, it, it it's all animation except for May, but May is two D animated, so she she fits in with this entire fucking group. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like the uh, MT as a pick here. Uh, on I don't want to say too much about her just because her existence is a huge spoiler. Sure. Uh, if you if you haven't seen Infinity Train, um, I think Sprig and Perry are perfect pairs for uh, for running backs, and I love that he he chose the same body type for quarterbacks. Yeah, Brock and Chef are very similar. Yeah, I I, I love that Chef is on this team, and just it yeah. makes so much sense for us to have it have a total drama representation in the VBBFL. Um, I. I love that we included Jolene because <laughs> it's <laughs> the I for my understanding for my because I am I know nothing about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure except for what I know from Walsh and this is like Walsh's like favorite anime or just among them, um and he has and he and the fan base has been waiting for Jolene to show up or just waiting for the season in which Jolene is the main uh, JoJo uh, to show up forever now. And so it's just, it's just, we're just, we're going to get, we're giving, we're giving the JoJo fans what they want. Jolene in action <laughs> in some capacity, you know? Uh, but no, yeah, I, I love this. This team is excellent. Uh, I think Timmy's dad's obviously probably my favorite pick of the bunch. Um, but I think Jenny is, is sneaky good. And uh, yeah, 
you know, of course, Perry. Come on, Perry, Perry matches the team colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my. This is easily my favorite team color wise because this is exactly yeah. my color scheme that I love so much. Uh, speaking of, tell me about uh, your the uniforms first. Do, do you want to do the logo first? Let's do that. Actually, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a. It's so going along the lines of the submarine. The best way I can describe this is that it's a submarine that is a sandwich at the same time. Uh, and the port, there's a Portsmouth, uh, the team name goes across the, like the middle meat part of the sandwich. Uh, but those parts and also the windows of the submarine have like the, this water texture with it. And then, uh, the rest of the submarine is orange. Um, and it's just, oh God, I fucking love this logo the most out of anything in the world. It took, it took our worst team name and made it like such a it, it 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 brought it up to the to the level of the rest of the teams yeah 100,000 fucking percent <laughs> i love this logo i love this more than anything i think it's just i i'm probably so biased in many of the elements <laughs> of it but it's just there's also just i love that the texture of it is so good and just and and it's just it perfectly represents uh, the silliness of what this league is. It's so oh, yeah. fucking good. Tell me about the <laughs> uniforms. So the uniforms, I, I, I had a very similar thing on both of them. Um, on both uniforms, there's a kind of a wrap around the chest of teal. Uh, and then on ho- home uniforms, it's orange around the teal and then uh, teal pants. And then for away, it's white around the teal and orange pants. Yeah, really I fucking deep. I like the way that these uh, th- that these turn out. Bit of a unique take on things. Yeah. Oh yeah. I it, I love I love when I love when away uniforms aren't just white. I just think it's so boring. Uh, yeah. I I love when they do something different with it, and this is perfect. This is perfect. Uh, uh, a great take on that uh, on that whole thing. All right. Next up, the Provo Rock Squirrels. Nope. Forest nope. Hills Mothman. Ah, sorry. I'm going through my files and doing that order. Apologize. Yes, Ah. the Forest Hills Mothmen are next. The first pick of the Mothmen is Sanji. From From One Piece. One Piece. There you go. Uh, Matt, what does the rest of the roster look like? All right, so the rest of the roster. Uh, At quarterback... We have oh my god I'm not gonna be able to say all these these names and know where they're from. It's okay I, I, uh, I, I I'm gonna try to back you up right here because I'm gonna right. pull it up on my phone. Our one quarterback t- uh, Tanhiro. Yep, Tanhiro is from Demon Slayer. From Demon Slayer, cool. Uh, at running back we have Toph from Avatar: The Last Airbender. Uh, our wide receivers are Stella from Spiritfarer, a Psyche from The Disastrous Life of Saki. Yep, and Hiccup from How to Train Your Dragon. Our uh, our offensive line is going to be Shinobu from uh, from Demon Slayer. From Demon Slayer, uh, Sora from Kingdom Hearts, uh, Soul from Soul Eater, and then our defense we've got Skulker from Danny Phantom. We have Komeyata from uh, Danganronpa, and we have Tsukasa from Doctor Stone. Dr. Stone, thank you. And then we mentioned Sanji uh, as the one kicker. There you go. Very, very anime team 
Yes, this is our most <laughs> anime heavy team, which is where yeah. I my my head goes. This is where I go, it goes over my head completely. Hey, well. I and I I'm very into anime as well. Not these ones, so I also <laughs> do not know. I I think I know like four people on this team. Yeah, I uh, I I mean I think if I had to pick like one pick that I really like, it's Sora. I mean, I, I, yeah. I thought last year Sora would make an appearance and it never happened. Uh, I'm happy to see, I, I'm not, I don't play Kingdom Hearts, but Sora is just such an iconic character, uh, in, in the video game sphere, in my opinion, that like, I was just like, it's only a matter of time before Sora gets put, picked on some sort of team for yeah. this team, for this league. Uh, so happy to see Sora on the offensive line, uh, interested to see how that all kind of works out mm-hmm. uh, um i gotta i gotta shout out the how to train a dragon representation i love it i i hiccup's a great pick and i can just hear the da, 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 whatever something cool happens <laughs> perfect <laughs> we'll play we'll play oh god that was a firework Ooh. behind me um the yeah, and I and I also think that Toph. I my, I watched very early Avatar, and I forget a lot of it. But I remember Toph well, being a very interesting character. Toph was in season two, so so about like the midpoint. So I think oh. you may have watched more Avatar than you thought you did. I I guess I did. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, I uh, it, yeah, I I love that. I love that character for for running back. I think it's gonna work out perfectly. Um, yeah. so yeah, uh, now. Let's get into the Forest Hill art. Uh, this logo is fantastic as well. It has it, it is basically this insect head. It's like the moth head with two large hint- antennas that are just they're just fucking present. Is the best <laughs> way I can say it. They are just present. They are there. They're in your face. You're like this is the fucking Mothman. I love it. Uh, what what about uniforms so in terms of uniform design i feel like i'm gonna have one team every year where white is going to be their primary color uh just because i think that's a that it's an interesting way to design uniforms to have a home and an away uniform that is um that where white is the is the primary focus um so uh i actually both the jerseys for this this team are actually both the same. Uh, they're white jerseys, but the entire left side is red, and only the left side, and then the the numbers as well. And then red pants for home, white pants for away. So they're more white aw- for away than they are home. But I really liked the idea of just like this one side of the uniform being colored while the while the rest wasn't. Yeah, it's it's really really unique. Um, but yeah, I vibe with it. It's cool. Um, yeah. and that that was one of the more coveted teams uh but uh Jess yeah. uh, uh Jess, Jess was uh, the one. From, was the one who ended up uh getting uh the uh getting this pick uh Jess of course was the was did a very similar color uh color scheme last year with the the East Chicago blacksmith and now is uh in charge of the Mothman Hell yeah uh all right next up now I believe is the promo uh, rock squirrels You are correct uh, and uh, what is the first overall pick? First overall pick for the Provo Rock Squirrels is Leon Kennedy as a kicker from Resident Evil. There we freaking go. I love it. 
Uh, all right. Now for the rest of this team. Uh, this is, by the way, Anthony, who was uh, Weatherford Sheriffs last year. Now with the Provo Rock Squirrels. For some reason, I cannot for the life of me find the... Okay, here we go. Uh, the quarterback for the Provo Rock Squirrels is Zagreus. Is that... That's correct I believe so. Yeah. That is from Hades. Uh, the, pro- the Hades protagonist. Hades protagonist. Uh, and then there's Zane from Borderlands. I, think. I believe so. That looks like Borderlands art style. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, uh, that was the running back for is Zane, and then Timo from Light League of Legends uh, is also a running back uh, for this team. Next up is Adam Jensen from Dusex. Or, or, is that Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Deus Ex. <laughs> uh, uh, I think he's like the protagonist, right? Of, of Deus Ex. I believe. I believe. I don't, I don't know anything about Deus Ex. Good yeah. I, yeah I, th- I th- I'm pretty sure he is the protagonist because he's like very recognizable from that. Uh, then there's Vault from Warframe as a wide receiver and Corvo from Dishonored. Uh, and then for offensive line. We have King from Tekken and Brom from League of Legends, and then Armor King on defense from Tekken, and Darius from League of Legends. Okay, so I'm not I'm I'm not tripping balls. Armor King is just a a, a different alternate version of King. I think they're two different characters, but pretty much yes. Okay, that's, that's my understanding of it. I did question and- him on that. Uh, but I do believe they're two separate characters. Okay, it's just it's just because they are both they are both men, but with jaguar heads. Basically, yeah. I that's my understanding of it. Uh, but I also could be wrong. Um, and a third Tekken pick, uh, Eddie Gordo from Tekken joins Leon as kicker. As yes, yeah. Um. And, uh, yeah, so this is all video games. Yes. Uh, Anthony has an amazing talent of picking characters that I have no fucking idea who they are. (laughs) So you have no opinion whatsoever about this. I just, like, it's a a very Anthony team. I know who Leon is. Yes. I know. I've I've seen a picture of Teemo before. Yeah. That might be the end of my experience. Well, I love Zagreus. Um, uh, Zagreus appearing. These are all games I haven't played either, but uh, I know Zagreus from the Hades games, and yeah. people love Hades. And that there's so many things that you could probably do with Zagreus as a character. Um, that kind of makes it uh, a lot more interesting there. Um, I know a little bit about Corvo because I watched a playthrough of Dishonored, um, or at least the beginning playthrough of it. Um, and uh. Fun, like I, I feel like Corvo would probably work out good as a running back, but I'm okay with the wide receiver, uh, notion of him. Um, yeah, it, it's just a beefy fucking team. There's a lot of beef yes. kicks on this team mm-hmm. overall. So this, I feel like this is another team, uh, that defensively might be could stand sh- out strong. Yes, uh, for sure. Uh, this logo is another just fucking wild one. Um, you know, how about you describe this one, Matt? Because I, okay, I this, so, is, this is a lot. 
Yeah, so I, I, I didn't know. I, I think I had something in mind when we picked rock squirrels because we had found, like, I had found, like, okay, rock squirrels are a thing. We could do something with that. And I was yes. like, oh, we could do, like, a Pokemon thing where it's a squirrel made of rocks, right? So it is a squirrel made of rocks, but it's also, like, got the punk rock mohawk going on, holding a guitar. Like, it is, it is a rock squirrel made of rocks that is also into plain rock. What the fuck, Matt? You just you just <laughs> took what we had and made it better. It just it's rockception up in here. Oh, and, it's great. And you got and you have around it you have like this it's like this circle around the squirrel with like the like pink and brown fire you know effects coming out of the of yeah. like the top right and bottom left and then Bravo rock squirrel is kind of wrapped around the the wording wrapped around the circle. It's fucking fantastic. Um, so good. What did you do with the uniforms? So for the uniforms, uh, brown and pink were a really interesting combination to try to make uniforms for. I think I, 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 I do really like the, the end result though. The, uh, home uniforms are all brown with some pink kind of on the, on the sides with pink numbers and pink socks. And then the away uniforms are white with brown accents and text with pink pants. And I like that. I, I like that brown and white, uh, away uniform a lot actually yeah the away uniform is fantastic very neapolitan it's fantastic yes neapolitan is a very good way to describe <laughs> this color scheme absolutely all right next up uh and finally on our last team our, our team here is the brookings war train uh whose first overall pick uh i got wrong initially when i was uh creating the <laughs> art for but is Yusuke? Yusuke. Yusuke. Yusuke from the anime, I believe, with the same name, right? Yu Yu Hakusho. There you go. I had no idea about any of those. <laughs> That's okay. Like, that all goes over my head. But he is the starting quarterback for the Brookings War Train and also is the team of our reigning champion, Ooh. Ricky. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, what is rest, the rest of roster looking rest like? of the team. Uh, running backs... We have Cat Noir from Miraculous Ladybug, which is not something that I would have expected Ricky to pick. Um, but I like the I, I like the aesthetic. Um, Kronk from the Emperor's New Groove. Uh, also running back. Uh, wide receivers, we have Min Min from Arms and Speedy Gonzalez from Looney Tunes. Uh, our offensive line is Juggernaut from Marvel vs. Capcom. I think just Marvel generally. Just Marvel stuff. Uh, and Eduardo from Foster's Home. Uh, our defense is Kano from Mortal Kombat, a repeat for this team. Um, Bowser, who uh, was in the league before but has now switched teams. And fucking, fucking cheese. <laughs> fucking cheese. Cheese from Foster's Home. I can't, from Foster's, I can't fucking deal with cheese. I just rewatched Foster's Home, and I'll talk about it more when we finish recording. I can't fucking deal with cheese. <laughs> Cannot wait. Cannot <laughs> wait. Continue. <laughs> okay. And then our kickers are Captain Subasa and Donkey. From, from Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> love it. Love cheese. Oh love my Eduardo. God. I it's love Foster's. This is a good this is a good team. I like this team a lot. It's so fucking good. Uh, <laughs> I I'm super excited. Uh, I don't know if we actually did like the statting for this yet, but um, no, this one's just no, gonna be didn't. fucking 
wild to to stat <laughs> and i cannot wait for all the crazy scenarios just so many so many characters that you can just pull from here and just be like and just know the shit that they're gonna get into it's so good um and i cannot say enough about this logo as this actually i think this is my favorite logo of the this bunch, is a actually. really really good logo i can't pick my favorite logo there's so many fucking good ones but this yeah. one is a train coming out of the tunnel with the bullseye in front and four horns just sticking out from different parts of it. And four sets of horns, I should say. I it's just insane. And like the like the kind of embery burnt background that's going on there. Ah, so good. <laughs> Tell me about those that uniform. It is the war train. Yes. All right, so uh, the War Train uniforms, we got uh, orange. I haven't talked about the helmets at all for any of these. It's fine. You can look them up on Twitter. Um, orange jerseys with uh, yellow uh, yellow um, shoulder decorations to kind of make it look like, I, I guess, I, I was trying to do like some sort of like armor type thing. Um, so y- yellow shoulder pads with white pants, and then uh, away uniforms were white, with uh, ye- the yellow shoulder pads again with orange pants. I basically flipped the orange and white for Home and Away. Very, very nice. Uh, yeah, it, it just it looks so good. Uh, the, the combination <laughs> of those two colors, I think, is not something I really see anywhere. No, I, I, this orange and gold. I, uh, I feel like most of these are not colors that you see many places, uh, but I just love it for this. I, I, I love it so much. Yeah. Um, and one last thing before we sign off here. Yes, I was I was told that the ball draft was fun and people enjoyed it. So we're gonna do it and we're gonna try to incorporate it into our storytelling this time around. <laughs> so without further ado, the Ketchikan Cosmos will be using Mike Wazowski as a ball. <laughs> Great one to start with. Uh the Wabatosa Fireflies will be using the jungle blimp. Yes. From something. The jungle I think I believe I believe it's uh, she, Kelsey would Kelsey could tell us it's 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 from an app game I believe. Okay. Um, disco from Disco Zoo. Yes, that's it. That's it. Okay. Yep. Um, and then for the Naples a- Astral Gators, it's the soccer ball from Rocket League. So, so the most this, ball like, <laughs> but this giant ball that you're carrying on your fucking shoulders. <laughs> Yes, throw it. I like it. But you know what? If Bandit Keith can can throw anything, it's that it's that soccer ball. You know? He can. Bandit Keith. Bandit Keith is the only one in Yu-Gi-Oh who's used a gun. But four kids said no. Uh, <laughs> uh, Suffolk Nutfellas have drafted the luxury ball from Pokemon. I believe we did. The, I believe that Gabe actually had the luxury ball last year. Uh, I will check. He had so I think he had a Pokeball of some sort last year, but uh, might be a repeat. Um, <laughs> this is where we get into he, some. He weird... did. He did have the luxury ball. Okay, so there you go. Luxury ball is back, and we're going to use it properly this time. This is where we get into some weird territory, but I'm okay with it. Yep. Whatever. Um, the Nickelodeon blimp is the ball of choice for the Portsmouth submarines. The one that they give out and as kids' choice awards. Yep. Yep. <laughs> the Forest Hills Mothman. For their ball, are drafting uh, the Zim Zam Zoom hot pickle chips from Table Party. How can we say no to that? I mean, it's not any. It's no, not, it does not match any of our criteria. No, but it's fine. It's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, 
And then the uh, Provo uh, Rock Squirrels will be tossing around the Resident Evil briefcase, which honestly, probably the most tame selection of the Rock <laughs> Maybe Luxury Ball, but... <laughs> yes, but like yeah. even still, like that's still insane. <laughs> and then the Brookings War Train will be using Poof from the Fairly Odd Parents, <laughs> the baby. <laughs> Who everyone hates. Who everyone hates. <laughs> oh my god. I can't thank enough everyone who f- came through and participated in the we, draft. Listen, we Chris and I do a lot of lot of crazy shit. Yeah, uh, and we often ask our fan, friends for a lot of crazy shit to uh, to indulge us. They mm-hmm. fucking understood the assignment. Yeah, yep. they really they really took uh, our idea of like, hey, let's do something weird, and they made it fucking amazing right yeah like <laughs> and, and i i know this is for for some people out there that would listen to this podcast and be like this is not my thing this is i'm not at all into it but if you you if you know you know and it's just this it's just a fun crazy time we're gonna have this year even though right now like my knowledge of these characters some of these characters are just completely like nothing i have no idea I'm looking forward to learning about them through this league and then kind of crafting our own storylines through it. I'm so I'm just excited for the storytelling element of this league. I'm super excited. As for how we're going to, you know, do the league this year, as I've said before, as we've done before, we're going to be doing live streams of this on Saturdays. Uh, I do have something in mind for for recording purposes for podcasts that I want to run by you, Matt, at some point. Um, but I, uh, but we, we, we stay tuned. We'll give you more information on that soon. But, but let me just say before we, uh, we're, we're about to go, we're about to sign off right now, but I just want to let everyone know that we have one episode left before the NFL season. One. We're down to just one. Yep. And we're gonna. I think for that, uh, we're gonna do some season preview stuff. Not a ton because we're gonna do a lot of it uh, prior to week one. Uh, that will be our premiere episode of uh, for season three of the of Virtual Ball Boys. Uh, but uh, I think we'll probably we might even stat our fake teams that we drafted earlier this year. Maybe do a, yeah. uh, a practice game uh, with the with the new rules that we've implemented earlier this this year as well. So if you can make if you can make graphics for those too, that'd be that'd oh be I'd be down. Awesome. I, 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 I yeah, the, the, luckily that's a good time away, so I have plenty of time to make those. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we so nothing next week most likely. We what we will start basically. This is going to be the end of our two week gaps between episodes, starting starting after this episode because I think the following week, when for our final episode of season two, will be. Uh, that will be the start of weekly episodes through February. Oh boy, it's time! It's fucking time! It's time! We're so we're so into it. I'm so excited to hopefully get my mind wrapped around the NFL and get started on the VBFL. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in, and again, thank you, Walsh for the logos. Matt, you did a great job with the uniforms, and everyone you. who participated in the drafts. I greatly, greatly, greatly appreciate. Uh, your contribution uh, to this weird fucking idea that is I'm so looking forward to executing over the course of the fall. And with that being said, thank you all so much for listening. 
and we will see you in two weeks. Good night, and good ball. Virtual Ball Boys has been brought to you by Team Chaos Productions. Find us on Twitter at Virtual Ball Boys and find more of our work at Team Chaos Pods. Thank you.